feels perfect Other days it just ain't working The good, the bad, the right, the wrong And everything in between Yo, it's crazy, amazing We can turn our heart through the words we say Mountains crumble with every syllable Hope can live or die So speak life for today so not everybody 
I'm sure not many probably know because some of some of our people don't even really look at the Facebook postings there. But Tika's going to join us tonight, you guys, for a re- rewind, kind of going back and looking over time, how this started, and, and this was not the plan. But I did yesterday, I saw on Facebook, you know, they have the memories, and it came up about June uh, 4th being our first show. And I thought, wow, how, how time has, has flown by, and it brought back so many memories of how this all came about and and where we were at the time and more so, more importantly, where we thought we were at the time. You know, that'd be a great show to kind of reminisce and then fast forward to where we are now. So I just thought it'd be a nice nice way to have a little fun, relax a little bit, not get too deep. Um, But... That may be hard to do on on this show. I think sometimes we just we just kind of have to go there. So, welcome, Tika. Glad to have have you back. And I'm sure our listeners who have been with us from the start are excited to hear your voice as well. I'm so. glad to be here. It's awesome. <laughs> How is Texas? I love it. <laughs> Texas is good. You guys have rain today? Huh? Yeah, a little bit. Do you guys have rain today? Yeah, we had a little bit of rain, but the sun is back out. The sun has come out about 10 times today, and it's rained about 10 times today. Same here. Same here with us. We have rain, and the sun's been out, and then we have more rain. I know that we typically get what you guys get, and then I, I don't know how true this is, but I feel like in Virginia, Rodney then gets, what we got, but it gets a little worse. So, kind of interesting. Um, it seems but, to rain um, nonstop here. Is it raining today? There too, Rodney? You know it did. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, so we Rodney got some more rain today. In Texas. Yeah, got some rain today. So you guys, we'll jump right into it because I'll, I'll tell you, and Tika's going to laugh at me, but I was talking to Tika earlier, and, you know, I've, I've expressed my love for the movie Shaq, The Shaq. Well, I got that movie today. My friend bought it over um, and gave it to me today. So I was on the phone with, with Tika, and I was getting ready to tell him I'm getting ready to have, and before I could say it, Tika took the words right out of my mouth, you're getting ready to have a Shaq night. So that means y'all have um, 53 minutes and counting, (laughs) 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 with me tonight, because I'm going to have a shack night by myself. Um, (laughs) That being said, you guys, if you have not seen the shack, I know you did, Tika. Tika went right on and saw it as well, but... If you have not, you have got to see that movie. You ha- It will change your life. I'm serious, you guys. You have got to see it. Go buy it. It came out, I think, Friday on DVD. Um, so if you have not, I, I just so, we should have a Shaq. We should just tell everybody to go see it and have Shaq Monday on the <laughs> Butterfly. That is the movie. That is the movie. Of the year, the year. Ray and I will watch it before the end of June. Y'all gotta watch it before the end of the week. 
about this week. This week is crazy. Oh, but but yeah, I might so, not even watch myself. Oh, it'll 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 <laughs> help you with. See, that's the thing. It'll give you. It'll it'll encourage you. It'll put fire under your feet. I promise you. Right, Tika? Right. It will. Yes. It'll make you think. I love it. Oh my goodness. I was so happy when they came out. With the movie, because I love the book. I could. It was times I had to put the book down because I was just written up the pages too much. So, oh my goodness! Yeah, so the movie, so you're phenomenal. The one that introduced me to the the book. You sent the book to me. That's right. Yeah, I do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Forgot all about that. So yes, I had no idea it would. I mean, it was just wonderful. So, you guys go see it so we can have a shack night, shack Monday. We'll call it. Um. <laughs> But moving right along, because now you're down to 51 minutes, everybody, before I have to sign <laughs> off and watch the shack. So, that being said, let's start out by we we have to remind you of the trash can, baby, because that's a that's an oldie but goodie. So, if 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 you have not, if you have not, for those of you who are listening, and or maybe you have, and it's just time to to start over. I, I say I was, I was sharing with a friend. Who I who I feel like has gone through a huge transition, um, and it just seems as if it just came suddenly, but of course it did not. She has gone through some things and grown through some things as well. But I was sharing with her last night because she's such she's on this high right now because she's had a had or experienced a breaking point. So I was sharing with her. I said, you know, be prepared because as you finish one. And this is something that I didn't know, and I wish some somebody would have shared it with me. But as you finish a season, then then sure enough, another season of your life comes. And it's kind of like I used to talk about the heels. I felt like I had started my life had started to look like you know I'm traveling on on just mountains or hills or whatever you want to call it. And every now and then, I I'd feel like I'm on top of the world because I've I've gone through that valley, so to sense I've. I've come up, I've gone down that hill, went through the valley, and I, I got my way up to the top of another hill. And if I had to say, I remember, if I had to remember the first time thinking, oh, wow, we've, we've, I've made it, you know, I got it, I understand life, I got this thing together. But just as soon as you get to the top of that hill, I don't think we ever know how much time we have to enjoy that landing or that mark. But but soon you got to get off the top of that hill and you got to start the traveling process again of transformation, of change, of awareness, of awakening. So I was sharing with her that when that moment comes, don't feel like she's gotten stuck again or she's gone back. Just think of it as um, it's a new journey and that I will soon get to the end of this one and feel just like I feel now elated that I have come through. So that being said, um, we are about change, promote, promoting self-awareness, realizing that you're not a victim, um, and moving that trash can is just just symbolizes the need for change and how important it is to take control of your thoughts and your mind and be able to distinguish which thoughts represent my past, my passion, my future, my progress, my process, because I've also learned that Many of my thoughts 
are not for me. Many of my thoughts don't complement where I want to go. I'm not in agreement. The new Tammy is not in agreement, so I'm, I'm constantly battling with those thoughts and with my mind and and so in life. So move that trash can and allow it to be um, just just a stage for change for the importance of of stopping and thinking and being in the now. Because you think about it, if you move the trash can and you go back to its old location, you're not, as crazy as it sounds, and if making it applicable to life, then you're not in the now. Because you, you moved it yourself, but now you're still going to it. So just allow that to simmer for a minute and, and do that and then share with us uh, what your thoughts are. So moving right along, um, I guess we don't have any any formal way to do the show tonight. You guys, what I would like to do is just maybe, I don't know, Tika, if you remember the story or remember the the day, because I could visualize as I was sharing with you today, I I just remember sitting in your chair and we were talking about butterflies and and our lives and how things had changed. I mean, right up there at first, touch spa and salon i remember it and so yeah. we got this wild idea that hey you're going to help some people and we were so excited about it and i'll say this and then i'll I'll just turn it over to you guys um we were so excited right well, now i don't even know if i told you this story but we were so excited and then we got on the show and i, I think maybe probably the second show i remember talking about Grief, I think grief, but I remember my grandmother came. My, the, you know, just the conversation of my grandmother came up, and thank God that Tika was on because I couldn't even, I couldn't, I couldn't go any further. Mm-hmm. I just had to stop and walk away. And I just remember her saying, "Well, Tammy had to step away," but that was an area in my life where I thought that I had had did much more healing than I had, and just talking about grief brought all that up. And I was in fifth grade when my grandmother passed away. So that was that was just one of many for me that helped me realize that although we thought we were doing the show for the healing and helping other people awake, I soon learned, and, and Tika's probably in agreement to say we soon learned that we were those people. We were just as you guys are. We were our own audience because many of the topics I think God just poured into our hearts and our minds and our conversations or somebody else's conversations. And then Tika uh-huh. would come and say, hey, I was talking to somebody and they said this, and then that would create a show or vice versa. So, And then we'd realize in doing the show, I mean, we would spend hours working on the show. Then we'd do the show, and then we'd spend hours after the show talking. I don't know if you remember that, Tika, but and the same, it's crazy yeah, because right, I do the same thing now, like, We'll talk after the show. We have the show after the show. And um, so I just thought how, how appropriate to just kind of reminisce, have some fun tonight, talk about our favorite shows, what's going on in our lives compared to where we were then. And then I'll after after um, Tika, and I want to share, I know you guys have heard this story, but there's still just an unknown fact that I don't know who introduced me to Rodney because he says he was not on the radio show, but I heard him. I know I heard him. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I heard the people oh. about it. <laughs> but he still says he didn't know what I'm talking about. 
so <laughs> we are. Here we are. So I'm going to turn it over. Um, Rodney, anything you want to say before we give it over to Tika? I want to hear hear about, you know, what her thoughts are about June 2011 and then turn it back over to you, and then we'll just take it up from there. Uh, no, I'm I'm excited to hear from uh, Tika as well, um, just to hear, you know, about the show back in the day and where her life is now in Texas. Go for it, Tika. Well, you know, I, um, oh, my goodness, this, the show just grew us so much. I, I, Like Tammy said, I remember just thinking, oh, my goodness, we are just going to just be so impactful in the lives of so many people because now we have this radio show and we'll be able to just be there and talk and, and, you know, open up some things to people's minds and open their minds up and, oh, my goodness. We both had no idea that this right here was going to transform us, even in, in more of a way. And I love how we wound up. We kind of almost simultaneously came up with wanting to um, have it and give it the name Bubba Butterfly, which, you know, greatly means rebirth and transformation, because we were trying to decide what would we call it, what would we call it. And almost at the exact same time, we were like, it has to have something to do with butterfly. And we just screamed when we said that because we were both thinking of something that was transformational, like going from one one form of life into an elevated form of life or a better form of life or going through a chrysalis stage or, or a transformation stage. And we were both in that place. And so that, you know, the butterfly has such great symbolism in what the show represents, you know, dying to live, meaning you know, you're dying to one way of life, but the 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 point is to live in this other point of life, other sect, the other area of life. And as that caterpillar is crawling on the ground, once it's a butterfly, it moves a whole lot faster, a whole lot further, and it can see everything from a totally, totally different perspective. But uh, I don't know why I'm just kind of getting emotional. But the one thing I can say this show. Um, really did for me and transforming me because oh my goodness when Tammy said well go back and kind of pick some of your favorite shows I went back looking through you know notes because I almost felt like every time it was a show I felt like I was truly doing like a research paper or dissertation paper you would you would have thought that I was being graded on what we had to put, put together because I would spend hours upon hours upon hours and trying to piece together right and 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 I mean having like 20 pages of stuff, and we would get to, Tammy, what, through page two? Yeah, oh we, we'd God. come up with all these pages, like hours and hours of, of research, and, research, and then we might just look over two pages during the show. But yeah. but someone told right. me that that showed our passion for the knowledge that we were bringing to the people to look at it that way. So, uh-huh. like, yeah, we, we needed that knowledge, uh-huh. though. Yeah. Absolutely, because this 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 was a show that we didn't want this to be a, a, a Tika and Tammy show. Basically, this is how we think, and this is what we do, and this is how we want to do things. This was something that we wanted to. Tra- this was something that was transcending us and growing us. This was not something that it was based on our perspective. We wanted to bring something greater into it, a higher power into it, and that's why it grew us so much because. All we wanted to do was 
find a way to help people to open their eyes or wake up because we we that was a lot of a lot of times over over the years we would say you know just it, it was just about waking up but I guess when I started looking back trying to find some of my favorite shows um, one was uh, our show where we were talking about being proactive versus reactive in toxic relationships two of those were were my favorite ones but but for the most part so many of our shows were always about the mind. It was always about our thinking or our self-talk, the way we felt about each, but felt about um, uh, our lives or our situations and scenarios. And it was so much built uh, into our perspectives and our paradigms. And so I was kind of coming across some notes, and I just kind of jotted down some stuff because I started looking, and I couldn't find a favorite show because I went through went through most of my papers. I'm going to call them like research term papers because they were like tons of them. And I said, well, I can't even find that. But just if I can just, just summon it up, it's like the way that we respond to any given scenario, situation, or circumstance, they they are all dependent upon our perspective. It, it starts right there, our, our perspective. And our perspective is our point of reference. And so the way we think, our perspective, our point of reference, these are all emotions that, these these all come from emotions that govern our lives. And it's like even when we research and study and research and study, it's like no matter what, we're constantly even growing ourselves. And it's like I'm realizing this this personal development thing, There is it's a journey, it's a lifelong journey, but it's no ending to it. There's no ending to it. But the greatest part about this personal development journey is that it's generationally transcendent, meaning that whatever it is that we get right in this life, Tammy and I get right, Rodney gets right in this life, whatever we get correct and in order in this life, it transcends and it calls, it, it makes it possible for our children and our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren to reap the harvest of the things that we could that we get correct in our lifetimes. I mean, it's it's just it's so much, and as I'm even thinking about it, it's like a part of me kind of gets emotional because this is is so beautiful. It's such a beautiful thing with this show, and and I love and admire Tammy how she has just continued to persevere and and continue on with the show. Would you say six years, Tammy? Yeah, six years. Six years. Amazing. It is amazing. It is amazing, but for the most part, it's it's just it's just forward growth, forward movement. And um, but Rodney and Tika, it's so it's so funny. We say six years, but you guys, I feel like I'm a baby to transformation and to change. Like not in a in a sense of 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 um, I have I've not learned much or or, or gotten much from it. It's totally the opposite. It's, it's, I say that I'm a baby because I think you said, Tika, that it's not, it's, it's, it doesn't end. It's a never-ending, for me, end. it's a never-ending mm-hmm. process or progress. It's if that's a better word. So the, the years don't seem to, maybe that's why it seems so, so odd. And six years, wow, has it been that long? Because I truly feel like I'm a baby to this learning phase of transformation, like I'm going from cocoon to cocoon, and every time I travel, then I become this 
Now, I wouldn't say a newborn. I feel like I go back into the wound, and I'm having to start over again. And I think the later we start this process or this progress, I, I, I just, I'm, I'm, those two words now are just really standing out to me here lately. But as we, as we start it, um, each one, we, we kind of have to start at a level where we are open or empty. And the, the, the later we start in life, meaning the older we are, then the more stuff I think that we've taken in um, or allowed the world and people to put upon us, and then now we have to go deeper um, to get that stuff out. And it seems to take longer because you're just kind of stuck. Like if you've had your trash can, like we talk about the trash can, if you've had your trash can where it is for many, 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 many years, it's probably going to take you a little bit longer to get used to going to a different place. And so that's kind of why we use that that scenario because we want you to think of something so small and so insignificant, but what happens when you get to those bigger things, those bigger uh, addictions, those bigger, those, those bigger um, bondages, I guess, or things that you just, you just don't want to, to change because of the work that it will take to do so. So, back over to you guys. Rodney, you there? I am. I am. Uh, just listening to you guys uh, made me think of something that um said oftentimes in education, and that is the one who is um, – we, we, we as teachers are encouraged to, I guess, have hands-on lessons, um, have um, have the students not not standing up and lecturing. Those days are long gone, and the the idea is that the one who is doing the work is the one who's learning. And so that came to mind um, while you guys were talking. Um, and I think that's why when we uh, when we start something. Um, the more the more involved we are, the more we learn uh, throughout the process because as we're working, um, we're learning. So, um, you know, when when we do these when we do these shows, um, yes, we want to encourage and inspire and empower and uplift uh, people and motivate them to to at least seek transformation. Um, but there's no way that we can do that without um, helping ourselves, um, because as we as we set up shows and and, and as we prepare for shows and uh, and even throughout the show things come up and it's like oh I never thought of that, um, and so you know I think that it's important in in life to just remember that. Whatever it is that you want to um, push, whatever it is that you want to um, get started or or see all the way through, um, you 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 have to understand that there's no way you're going to start something without learning about it yourself. I mean, if you think about your jobs, um, you learn things um, about yourself. While you're while you're on while you're working on your job, 
you learn more about the job um, as you're working, and then you also learn about people um, as you're working. And so uh, it's important to remember that whatever your passion is, that's usually what your purpose is. And when we do these shows, um, not only are we connecting with an audience, no matter how great or small, but we are also connecting with our inner selves. I, I totally, totally agree. Totally you know, agree. Tammy, we became the very thing that we were trying to open people up to transformation. We became the very thing we were trying to open up to others. We became transformed. Mm-hmm. That's that's what we were trying to. We were trying to open that to others, transformation, and we became transformed in the process. Right. So it's right. not yeah. And what you the beauty of that is you thought you that we already, I know I did. I thought that I was kind of already there. And the, and the beauty is that we didn't close our minds up to that. And as Rodney was talking about, the more involved we are, the more we learn. I, I mm-hmm. thought about it. If we stop learning, then what? how much more do we have to give? To, to our audience, like if we get to the place where we, um, even entering into doing the shows thinking, hey, we've gotten it, now we're going to share it, not not even yeah. thinking about the next phase of our own um, transformation, but if we if we had gotten to a point where we stopped, like like we hear so many things on the show that teach us that that pushes us, that opens us opens our mind up to a to a different way of thinking about that topic. So then that just that just helps us to bring you guys more. And when you all call in for our audience, when you call in, you share your thoughts, you ask your questions that lead to deeper things with, within that topic, we are then to learning because we don't know it all. So mm-hmm. that was about learning. Um, it's great that we're open to that learning. Yeah. Well, and, and and I also think that um, sometimes it is God's intention or it is his way of uh, connecting with us and moving us from one place to the next or moving us from one level to the next. Um, I mean, if you think about it, you know, in school, one of the things that comes with advancing or uh, learning is is studying because you can't be successful in school without studying. Well, what happens when you study? If you really know how to study, then you are going to learn. um, You're going to master what it is that you're trying to learn but then at the same time, other things are going to come up. So while mm-hmm. you while we're, we're preparing for these shows, um, we might be uh, focusing on uh, relationships, but while we're looking up relationships or marriages, you know, we're finding other things about love. We're finding things about communication. We're finding 
things about trust. And so it's relationships might be the tree, but then all these other things are the branches or the leaves. And so you can't help but um, you can't help but grow um, while while you're doing things like this. And um, because a lot of times, especially when you're small or just starting out, what I have found is that you think you have a great product or you think you have a great service or you think that you have a great message or, you know, you, you're like, ooh, I'm going to change the world, and then you start and you're like, well, wait a minute. I thought I was going to have an audience of 10,000 people every Monday, and then it's like, well, we might be lucky to get 10. Mm-hmm. But it's important to connect with the people that you have, and not only that, sometimes it's just meant for you to get it. Because there's a reason why a message is on your heart. There's a reason why, you know, these ideas pop in our head. And sometimes it's not for anyone other than us. Hmm. Hmm. That's kind of like when you go to, it is, when you, you guys remember ever going to church and it seems like, you go, and although there's hundreds and hundreds of people there, you think, oh, he is talking to me, you know, that kind of thing. Every, yeah. every, that doesn't a lot for me, but the, the times that it, it has happened, it's been, it's been really, really one of those sermons that um, you, just, you just know that you know that you know God is speaking. And 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 you yeah. feel that he's speaking only to you, and I and and I would like to think that that's what the majority of our topics do for, at least, um, if not all, you know, a great number of, of our listeners. Because again, this is not the type of show that people will will run to. It's not the Friday night hit, you know. It's not the Friday night place, a Monday night place to be, or any other night. And those those are those who come are those who are seeking um, something 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 different than the world gives us. They're seeking that that I think that transformation, that connectedness, that awakening, that consciousness that is needed to have a peaceful life, to even to even go after your purpose and to have passion for that purpose. So. Um, and for me, you guys, and maybe this is we can all answer this question. Or for me, that's that's what keeps coming back. Cause like even tonight, it was a struggle. I I was working clear up to almost a minute um, on some other things, but it that's what keeps me coming back. Um, the fact that even over the years, probably the last two years, or maybe last year more than anything. I have really just got this thirst for people, for hurting people, for confused people, for people who feel like there is no hope, even for their own lives, just to say that there mm. is, that there is hope, that no matter no matter how much you feel defeat, how defeated you feel, how outnumbered you feel, that there are 
I mean, and, and Rodney, I'm going to say this, it makes me think about something you and I talked about, but there are like-minded people near you who, who probably feel the same way you do, but because we are so kind of disconnected, the people who um, think like us, who want want the world to be trans people to be transformed. I think sometimes we feel so isolated because it seems that seems that everyone else thinks just just the opposite. Um, but I do believe that there are more more like minded people than we think um, that's out there than we think so. Because we just don't really find a way to connect and stay connected. So but that's what keeps me coming back is just um and we've always said you know Rodney Tika all of us you know we don't care if if there's nobody on on what listening we're going to do the show like there's millions and mm-hmm. that's how I feel that's I I feel that way and there are times where I don't I, me I I just don't have I feel like I don't have the energy to do the show but what I do have is a passion for the show, a passion for the message, a passion for all of you who have just stuck with us throughout the times. And um, I know I left for, gosh, I think I took a month off, Rodney, (laughs) and you you, you did the show. It may be more than a month. And even then I was going through a time where I just felt, oh, my gosh, you know, so what is going on in my life? So even though, I mean, listen at that. I'm coming, sharing with you every Monday, call myself hosting the show every Monday. But even even so, I still had the need to say, I just need to back away for a minute. I need, I need quietness. I need to be still. I need to let my brain heal and just restore. So... I mean, people was, I probably thought I was crazy. Like, you do a show. What are, what are you doing? But I'm regenerating. Like, I ha- you have to be able to go in and get what you need for your own spirit and soul. You can't just pour, pour, pour out and not refill. So back over to you guys. Jump in. <laughs> go ahead, Tika. Well, you know, the show... Um the show really got started, you know, when, when you came in, when you talked about uh, hurting people, it's been through our own uh, life pains and, and our own, you know, trials and triumphs that we, that gave us the desire to, uh, to where we, we said, I, I want to help hurting people. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's like where, wherever we're guided and where, wherever we got it, and whenever God shows us the light, almost like when whenever you're led out of something, you want to go back and help as many people get out of that same scenario or similar scenarios. Or, or it's like I'm carrying this light now, so I want to go and light the way up for others. And it's been other people that have, you know, lit up the way for us for something that they've been able to overcome and, and you know they come back and do the same for us but I really believe that that's part of our, our call in, in this world as well especially the people who have that um, the heart and compassion for others is okay wow wow I made it through this now how many who else can I help through this and you know when you do that for someone else when they overcome that and get through that they'll be that light for someone else as well 
Mm-hmm. It's ongoing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a ripple effect. It, 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 you know, like you said, if it, even if one person was listening to the show, that's the one person that was supposed to be listening to the show. Yeah. Right, right. Ronnie, that's kind of like what you said about the we stopped doing the Facebook. Because that, all that got so, it really it really became stressful. Um, and you don't realize until you stop doing it, but that what Tika said remind, kind of reminds me of what you said, Rodney, about um, when we stop doing that, you know, just, just whomever is supposed to listen, then somehow they will they will be there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They will see it, and, and they, will, they will listen and get whatever it is that they're supposed to take from it. But it just comes a time that you stop. You want to stop beating that dead horse. Like you're, you're trying so hard to pull people in, and it doesn't, doesn't mean anything, you know, towards that person. But if someone's not ready, then they're just not ready. And and really, your work yeah. is in vain if you if you keep trying to pull them in and pull them in and make them listen. Exactly. And you know, in this show, is it's it's a show that you don't have to convince people to grow. That's an mm-hmm. inner pull that they're gonna have when it's time when 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 it's it's timing, you know? Because sometimes they'll feel that pull but they may want to run from that pull to grow. But when they're ready, you know, when they're ready. But you know, yeah. as they're listening to it, as they're listening to it they're growing even, you know, even if they're resistant, they're, they're growing because you don't know each and every person that's listening to the show, but you know that it's a blessing. It is blessing them, and it's blessing the lives that they come, other the other lives they come into contact with. You know it blesses them. Mm. Just there, the research there have been you would do times when people were listening. I didn't know they were listening. <laughs> what would you say? I would say there have been times when people have been listening and I didn't know they were listening. And you found out about it later, that they listened to the found show? Found out about it later, yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, because we can't always, you know, if people don't call in or they're not in the chat room, then we have no way of knowing mm-hmm. um, who's there. And so, um, but again. And even the people that check out the archive, uh shows, you yeah. know? There's no way to keep track and, of that. Yeah, I mean, and, and that happens too, and so I think that you know, it's one of those things where you just never know uh, who's listening, and therefore you cannot stop. Mm-hmm. Um, because, because not everybody wants wants the world to know what they're doing, uh, or if they're listening to the show. Um, some people like to do things in silence, and, and I think you have to give them uh, room to do that. But, um, you know, it's one of those things where it, it, it's like once you've been given a task or once you decide to, to do something, uh, you have to get going. And, and I'll share this uh, really quickly, and Tammy brought it up earlier. Um this is this is six years that the show uh, has been has been airing, and the first time I was on the show was was back in uh, 2013, and 
I remember being, uh, I was living in New York at the time, and I remember uh, being at a football game, Norfolk State and Rutgers up in New Jersey, and um, I had no signal inside of the stadium. And so when I was leaving, um, I remember getting a message from Tammy, and my first thought was, like, oh, man, somebody found out about my book on the radio. I'm about to blow up. <laughs> and so, you know, the guy that I was with, like, I was so excited, you know, and I told him about it too. And, 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 you know, for me, I am always uh, open and willing to uh, share my story or share anything uh, with anyone. And, and I'm not, looking for anything and so you know when I got that that message from Tammy I was just so excited that you know somebody had heard about my book on the radio and I was like oh you want to interview me oh cool and and I remember you know contacting Tammy and, and, and she had me on the show and you know and then even invited me back for um, a second interview that, that, that February and then from there I just kind of you know uh, just kept tuning into the show and and you know we we just went from there and and I remember that that April um, you know I started co-hosting the show with her and it was two years before we even met each other face to face um but this is all because you two had a vision back in two thousand eleven. And and so for those of you who are listening, when something um, comes upon you or when something lands in your heart, it wasn't on accident. It, it, it came to you for a reason. And you never know who is going to be Blessed by what you by what you start, even if you're not the one who finishes it, you never know who's going to be blessed by your words or your actions. And so, um, that's my that's my challenge to um, everyone who's listening. What is it that you want to do? And when are you going to start doing it? Somebody out there needs what you have on the inside of you. And when we talk about transformation and we talk about change, and instead of always looking for answers, why can't we be the answer? Because the answer may already be inside of you. And you may have the answer for other people. So stop looking for solutions. But instead, try to be be the solution. That's good. Mm. You know, when you say be, because I I remember just sitting around playing with words, and I remember writing writing up a little... um, it was a little message that I wanted to plug into the show, and I never did plug it. It was like, you know how 
some people have a, a ending that they always kind of give, and it was kind of something like that. But I had found that, and it was talking about B, the, the different things to be. But I capitalized B E because it symbolized butterfly evolution. Because capital B and capital E, that was the B, you know, for butterfly evolution. Oh, that's but, cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Because I'm telling you know I I, I just looked at it. I looked that up early tonight. And I'm telling people, you know, be the person that your God, you know, the God our Creator designed you to be, you know. And but the B, the, the BE was the butterfly evolution. That was that growth. That was that transformation. That was that, you know, uh, rebirth. You know, that was yeah. that new beginning. That is good but, stuff. Uh, yeah. To be the butterfly evolution. I love that. I've never thought of it that way. Um, Ron, I like what you said about what do you want to do and and when will you do it? Because someone is in need of whatever that is. And it just, again, I know I I keep using this, but I, I think about it all the time now when I see I'll, I'll change it up a little bit. I won't use the fast food, the chicken and all that. I'll say Walgreens, CVS, Family Dollar, Fred's, uh, Dollar General. You typically see all of these these stores in the same area within, sometimes right next to each other in most cases, yet they continue to thrive. They continue to build more and seemingly serves its purpose. So, I, I was watching, um, I have become a lover of, of Oprah, the Soulful Sunday, the Life Lesson classes, and I see that she has a new show, The New Generation, Life Lessons kind of with The New Generation. So she has uh, three young, I guess they're motivational speakers and things like that, and these, these young young people, they said the one thing they have in common is they started really young um, searching peace and happiness and and doing yoga and meditating. So they have that spirit upon them. But one thing that Oprah asked them, you know, do they ever feel like they're in competition with each other? And one of the girls answered the question saying, if we don't share, and what they said is they connect all the time. Now, these are all people that are doing the same thing. They're life coaching, they're speaking, motivational speakers, and so forth. But she said what that they talk all the time, they share ideas, they bounce off of each other's thoughts and things like that. But one of them said, what we learned is you don't share. If you don't connect, then you're not doing the work. And, and, and that sounds so simple. And she said, and there's so much work to be done. You guys, there are so many hurting people. And what scares me the most, so many of our young people are, if you talk about dying to live, so many of our young people are broken. They're full at the age of 23, 24, even younger. Uh, we can go younger, but they are full of pain. And if we say hurting people hurt people, if we don't do something, we're going to have so many hurting people. And that means more hurting people. But there's so much work to do. So when when you ask that question, what do you want to do, and what what will you when will you do it? If it's something we want you guys as listeners to do, even even 
Tika, Rodney, and myself, we have to do the same thing. Like I'm constantly thinking about my purpose and my passion. I've actually fallen in love with what I love to do. I've simply fallen in love with it. I've become addicted to it in the sense where I'm so wired sometimes. Brandon will say, Mama, you you have got to let it sink. Take a deep breath and just let it sink. But it's like I feel there's no time that we're losing the babies. We're losing mothers and fathers who are not really going to have anything to offer their children in the sense of wholeness and peace and unconditional love, uh, conscious consciousness that that some people just have no idea. We live in this superficial world that's built upon what you have, what you make, where do you work, what you wear, how do you how you look. And that to me is what's killing our young people because internally we weren't built for that. We're built for connectedness, for unconditional love, for um, transformation, for growth, for spiritual living, for spiritual awakening, for spiritual discernment, and we're missing it. We're missing it. So I'm thankful that I I didn't even get to share with Rodney because, again, I told him the show was going to be something else. We were thinking about something on habits. But even us coming together tonight, like, it's in love. It's in connection. We both, we all have something different, a different take, a different spice, but we all have the same desire, and that is to transform not just our lives, but the lives of the people that we come in contact with in every ear that hears our our voice, whether it's live, whether it's archived, whether it's through someone else telling you something they heard, that that's it for us. That's it. And that's why we keep coming back Monday after Monday after Monday. Rodney said he came home and had to take a nap, but he's on he's on the line after working all day with kids, with 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 babies. <laughs> so Tika worked all day. Just finished, you know, a week long of preparing for her daughter's graduation, and going through that emotional piece of it. But but when I called her and 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 I listen, yo guys, I called her today. <laughs> I didn't even call her yesterday. I called her today, and she said, sure. So we're here. So don't don't miss out on your passion, your purpose, your dream. Don't give up hope for whatever it is that has been planted inside of you. Seeker, Rodney? That's no, I, I I I totally agree with you, Tammy, and and, and I think um, I think that's something that that happens far too often. I think people give up on their dreams, people give up on um, their purpose um, for many different reasons. Um, but I think when we do, we are not only hurting ourselves, but we are hurting somebody else. Um, and I think it's important to. Um, remember that there is a reason why you are on this earth. Whether you were given given one task to do or or ten, there's a reason why we are all here. And because of that, it is important that we find out 
what our purpose is. And, um, you know, I think about my my favorite scripture, you know, we talk about um, transformation, and that is, um, you know, being transformed. Being uh, being transformed by the renewing of our mind, not being conformed to this world, but being transformed by the renewing of our mind, and 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 when you think about conforming to the world, if if we conform, then we become a part of it, and we have nothing new to add. There there are no additions. That there, there is nothing to offer, but if we are transformed, then we have something to give to other people. So it all starts with us, and and you know, it, and, and maybe that's why people say, well, you can't love someone else until you love yourself. Well, if you're not transformed, then you have nothing to bring to the table. So. We, we we have to keep that in mind and we have to we have to seek change. And I know that change scares people. Um I know that it makes us uncomfortable. But when it's all said and done you will you will be much happier. If you decide to make the necessary moves, if you decide to step out on faith, if you decide that, you know, this is something that I want to do, so let me do it. Um, and mm-hmm. that's, why I, 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 that's why I said earlier, what is it that, that we should be doing? And, and, when, it, and, and when are we going to start doing it? Um, and as much as I want to say, why aren't we doing it? We already know why we aren't doing it. And we need to get out of those issues and continue on our journey or start our journey wherever we are with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Tika, over to you. Well, you know, I um, one thing I like about the show is a lot of what you, you all put in the show is you, the, the value that you bring to the show is sharing with people about developing and gaining a belief system, a, a belief system based on truth, a belief system that's something that is, a, is filled with principled values, the Word of God, but then... In, in the way to conduct and live their life with principled values because once you have that principled value or that core value, that's a core that you move from, you evolve from, you live from, but that's something that's a part of you that you won't compromise on and you won't change. And so we need we need principled values and we need a strong core value system in order to be able to reach our dreams and be able to recognize what we're supposed to do, but be able to recognize our call and be able to know that, that yearn or that burn or be able to recognize right voices and wrong voices 
just the direction, the pull in the direction and the right way to go. But it, it comes from having a core value system and letting and, and building from that versus if we don't have a core value system and if we if we don't live by principled values, then we're just hopping on each new wave that comes through and we'll be tossed and turned with every wave and wind that comes up. Somebody come up and tell us one thing, we, we hopping on that idea or hopping on that mindset or hopping on that paradigm or hopping on that perspective. But when our core value system is stable and it's in a strong belief system and it's, it's a part, it becomes a part of who we are based on our beliefs, nothing shakes us and it keeps us it keeps us in the it keeps us focused and stable and walking with a certainty. And we need that. Otherwise that's that's um that core core value system keeps you from having that double mind. A double uh, the, the, I can't remember what scripture that is. I just I know the scripture, I don't remember where it is, but a double minded man is is unstable in all of his ways. He mm-hmm. sees as defenseless as a city with broken down walls. So to be double minded meaning that's your spirit and that's your spirit and your like ego pulling you back and forth, back and forth. Ego which is ed- edging out God and the spirit which is telling you the right way to go, they're both playing that tug of war. But when your belief system, when when your core value system is centered and centered with the word of God, because if it's not centered with the word of God, it'll be centered on whoever told you or suggested something to you or it'll just be based on the the the, the great the great saying of the time or at, or at the moment or whatever is common for the the masses to, you know, do, you know, versus that roadless travel. But it's it's having that, that central core value system that is derived through principal beliefs. Mm. And that's what uh that's what totally. helps us to get in order and stay in order. I totally agree. To add to what you were saying about the ego, Tika, it's also mm-hmm. uh, when when you think about the ego, it's it's so it's me, 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 and you find yourself being offended by everything and everybody and taking everything so and very defensive. personal. Yes. And it is, is well. it really, it, it, you're right, it really, really is. And I think a lot of people are there, like, you know, like nothing is supposed to go wrong, nothing is ever supposed to happen. Well, we can't, this is just not that world, you know, and it's not about a perfect life but a life of peace and understanding that if you live, then life is going to happen. Life is mm-hmm. going to really show up and happen. I mean, to have positive, you got to have negative. It's, Rodney's like you say, to, to, if you tell a lie, then you got to know the truth because then you, 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 mm-hmm. have, you have to have a reason for telling that lie. Um, right. And I look I'm at it. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I was you just going to bring back Romans into it about um, worshiping the, the creature rather than the creator. And a lot of people have be, mm-hmm. begun to do that because there's so much and they are they're needing to be heard, they're needing to be or feel the need to be heard, to be loved, to be valued and understood. But we put so much focus on us getting that or getting that from someone else. Well what about you start to be that, start to give that 
So if you're needing unconditional love, if you're needing to be heard, to be valued, to be seen, then start listening to people. Start validating who they are just for who they are, finding some good in them, seeing them as, basically, I'll say what I heard yesterday, seeing them as yourself. Because, and, and that to me is a very important part of transformation when you begin to look at people and you see maybe not that same thing, but when you're able to have compassion for whatever it is they're going through and that person, uh-huh. it's based along what you know about your life, what you know about your experiences, your imperfections. may not be the same imperfection, but you uh-huh. have some. Have some. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. So, you know, so just, what's your favorite show? Tika, you said proactive oh versus reactive, didn't you? But proactive was that your favorite show? And then, Rodney, what, what do you think your favorite is? I'm going to say uh, um, my favorite my, my favorite show has to be the very first show, show that I was on. Uh, <laughs> that is my favorite show. Not Not because... I was the guest, but just because um, I was grateful for the connection and I was grateful for the opportunity. Um, so my my favorite show will probably always be the first time I was ever on the Butterfly Evolution show um, because it was the beginning of so many new things um, and, oh. and, and just a, a, a new... Uh, friendship, a new relationship um, in my life that that has turned out to be a blessing. So um, I I would have to go with the first one. But I will also say um, I will never forget the show about the pimps in the pulpit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That is is always at the top of my list. I think every time uh, we are going to miss um, a Monday, Tammy holiday or whatever. Um, that's usually the show that I go back and, uh, you know, and post on Facebook and tell people to listen to. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. I'm going to come back because I got a question for you about that. Let me write that down. Tiga, what's your favorite show? I like um, Proactive versus Reactive a lot, but I think one of my favorite ones is when we uh, talked, we had a show about pop. <laughs> Love. And the reason I really enjoyed that show so much was because when we start talking about love, you know, I remember like if you just ask a typical person what do they feel about love, a person will say, Well, love hurts, or love does this, or love takes you up and love takes you down. I said, You know, that was the one thing that I just said, Mm-mm, No, that's what the world says love is, but that's not what God says love is. So I remember even typing up in my paper that. Though what I'm about to, about to say is grammatically incorrect, love don't hurt. I knew you was going to say that. I remember talking to you about that and saying, I remember when you said that. I forgot about that show, but I remember when you said that on the show, and I thought, she is crazy. Love does hurt. But then, <laughs> as, and we've had this conversation, Tika, since then. I can't remember when, but uh-huh. I remember, matter of fact, um, Don, actually, I remember my friend Don at the time mentioned that. He was like, I don't know what's wrong with her. You know, basically, you know, yeah. love does her. I don't know where she's been. 
But oh, if you really get yeah. guys, if you think about it, it's not the mm-hmm. love that hurts. It's it's the people. It's someone it's hurts behavior. you. A person hurts you. Not love mm-hmm. itself. But because it's not love, love hurts. Right. But go to the Bible. What does God say love is? It's just that we right. have not quite learned how to activate the love, the love that mm-hmm. God intended for us to. Right. His love is not jealous, boastful, proud, rude. It doesn't demand its own way. It's not irritable. It doesn't keep record of being wrong. It doesn't rejoice about injustice, but it rejoices in truth, and it wins out every time. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. That's what love is. And all those mm-hmm. other things that people call love, that's not love. Mm. That's lust, that's some pain, that's some hurt. It's it's what people think love is, or it's the way that they were loved. This way my mama loved me, or this the way my daddy loved me. But they couldn't love you because they didn't know how to love themselves. So what they show you was the love that was shown to them. All of that is not love. I want to call mm. out love is to me what God calls it. Yeah. And so when 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 it when it's none of these things that God calls it, that means it's not love. So that means you better hop on the first train rolling and go. You got to go. Remove yourself from that because it's not going to get better. It's not going to change. You know, I mean, and this was this was a show on toxic love and the relationships. And I remember talking about you know the people that stay in toxic relationships. And you know, I was someone that you know once upon a time that was my marriage, and that's not my life anymore. So I don't want to go and and like you know bring any of that up again. But just learning what love is. Sometimes you got to know what it's not in order for you to have a proper. Uh, uh, Point of view of a frame of reference of what you know, because sometimes when we don't know what something is, we can discover what it is by learning and knowing what it's not, and go from there. Love don't hurt. That's a good point. I've never, I've never heard it, um, never heard it put that way, but it, it, it makes a lot of sense, and it, and it's very truthful, um, and. One of the things that I that I always say is that uh, we, instead of seeking God for ourselves, instead of reading the Word for ourselves, we take people's word, and so a lot of times we get the worldly definition or the worldly perspective, and mm-hmm. we mix it up with what we believe God said or God God means. Um, thank you sweetheart um or what what he means um and if you read the bible it gives you something totally different and every time every time and mm-hmm. <laughs> to Mary just said the same scripture um and so i remember a year ago Mary and I spoke at a church um, in Norfolk, Virginia, and 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 the the topic of my message was don't believe what they tell you. And so what mm. I did was I just pointed out different scriptures in the Bible that go against really what we are 
what we are told or what we are taught um, in church. And it's because of our own ignorance that we uh-huh. that we hear things, that we listen, and we we walk around quoting things, and God never says it. So when you think right. about love, that is that is so very true. Love itself has no negative meaning, has no negative connotation. There's mm-hmm. no way you can you can put a negative spin on love. Love should not hurt. If you love somebody so much that it hurts, because uh, I've heard people say that. If you, but if you love somebody so much that it hurts, it is no longer love. It's not love. Mm-hmm. And I remember one of the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it makes it makes sense when you say people hurt other people, and when you think about it, who has messed up everything besides Satan? Who messes up everything? <laughs> Man does. Mm. When 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 everything was perfect on Earth, God created Adam and Eve. Who messed it up? <laughs> Man did. did. Human beings mess it up. But we corrupt everything. Right. But we do. But But we also are responsible in making things right as well. It's a lot of the ones that choose to make it right. The ones who choose to make it right. But I remember writing if it's toxic, it's not love. And if it's love, it's not toxic. I agree with you. Uh, Tammy? I had a question um, for you, Rodney, about pimps in the pulpit. Why why is that one of your favorites? I'm just curious. Um, That's one of my favorites because um, it it goes, (laughs) Tamari's over here messing with me, Um, but it's one of my favorites. Tammy, because uh, one of the things that we have never been afraid to do on this show is be honest and be straight up about ourselves um, or things that we're connected to or um, the actions of others. But for some reason, it seemed like that show we just went all in, <laughs> and that show, it was like, no, y'all going to learn about these people mm-hmm. that y'all keep giving y'all money to, that y'all keep mm-hmm. sitting under, that y'all keep uh, acting like they are God. No, y'all going to get this today. And, I mean, there there was so much passion and so much energy and and I mean like <laughs> as the kids tell me all the time we went in on that show <laughs> <laughs> and so um, I think that's why and, and 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 I think you know that that's one of those shows where it was like you know we we if you didn't know that we want that we want people's eyes to be open, you learned it on that show. 
I mean, if, 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 the, if the whole time leading up to that, if you couldn't tell that we were about transformation, if we, if we, if we, you couldn't tell that we were about people um, seeing life in a different light, I mean, that show was it. And, um, you know, and so for me it's like that whenever I think about past shows, I always think about that show. Always think about that show. And, and and there are some others that I think about. Um you know, I I I also think about how, you know, when we talk about relationships or anything pertaining to it, um uh, those types of shows tend to draw a crowd because you know everybody's an expert on relationships even though they've been divorced three times. Um or, you know, they single or, you know, no relationship has ever worked out in their life. But everybody's an expert. Um, but 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 that pimps in the in the pulpit, so it it just always uh, just comes back to my remembrance, and and I really think um, I really think that plays a huge part in the um, the hindrance of of growth. When it comes to black people, spirituality, I think, yeah, I agree. Yes, I, I think that I think that you know that that is a huge part of our downfall. And and I think it was Tamaria who said, you know, the other day she was listening to something and they were talking about how, or maybe it was my dad, I can't remember. Um, you know how we believe in a book. Um, or we believe in, you know, a particular religion that was used to enslave us. So the very same things that were that were used to enslave us, we now use that with our own people to get whatever it is that we want. Um, and again, I believe the Bible. I believe in the Bible. But just like we just finished say, uh, saying, man can corrupt anything. So I'm not going to stop reading the Bible because man corrupted it. But what I will say is um, what we need to do when it comes to church, when it comes to people in the pulpit, um, or anyone in church, what we need to do is keep our focus on God and not a man or not a woman. We need to um we need to have our own relationship with God. And I think if we learn how to do that, it will be very, very difficult nearly impossible for us to sit, stand in the church and listen to someone feed us things that we know are not right. Um, the end of April, um, I spoke at a church and after the service, you know, there was a little fellowship in the basement or whatever and, and this lady came up to me and she said, you know, I've never heard the story of Joseph told that way. 
And in my mind, I'm thinking, well, you've been cheated. And the reason why I said that, and I said this to her, the only thing I did with that story was I read the scriptures. That was all I did. Mm-hmm. And my sister-in-law even said, I never knew that story was that long. And I said, yeah, the story is very long. It takes it takes up several chapters in Genesis. And if you read anything in Genesis, you know those chapters aren't short. But the story of Joseph mm-hmm. is very long. Mm-hmm. But these people have been cheated. Because people, you know, uh, like I say all the time, you know, Everybody got this interpretation. You know, people say, oh, God gave everybody their own interpretation. I've never seen it in the Bible where the, where the Lord gave everybody their own interpretation. Mm-hmm. But what I have seen is he's given everybody a measure of faith. But we use this interpretation thing so that we can put our own spin on God's word. Even though in Revelations, I believe it is, it says don't add anything to it and don't take anything away. But, you know, all I did, I lied to you not, all I did was I read the scriptures. Read the scriptures. And the lady said, I never heard it told that way. That's because somebody read their own scripture or their own story. So they paraphrased it. They paraphrased it. Wow. And and so when we when we talk about pimps in the pulpit, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, church was a huge part of my life uh, for years, and I know what that did to me, and I see similarities in other people. And I'm not, I'm not knocking church. I'm not knocking anyone in the church. What I'm knocking is practices that are keeping people from moving forward. And my 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 best friend and I were talking yesterday about how, you know, if you hoop and you holler, people will call you a great preacher. But then six months from now we'll ask you, well what made it what well, what made it so good? Or even the next day well, what made it so good? What did he say? And they will tell you, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Well, it's because the emotions got stirred when they were in there because the music kind of opened the spirit up and then the shouting. You know, I, that's the kind of church I grew up in, but now that I'm an adult, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm very intentional and strategic about not choosing that type of church setting. I want to be taught, but not only, like you said, don't believe what you're told. I know that whatever this, whatever, like the church I go to now, I'm being taught because he's a teacher. He's not a preacher, but he's, you know, he's a preacher, but he teaches. But Uh after he teaches me that, I go home and I read it and I go check it out and I go do my research. My Bible, you know, our Bibles are not supposed to be, the one book we open up on Sunday or on our coffee table collecting dust. We're supposed to actually open it and check it out for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Because how do we know if what they're saying up there is right? 
How about I read it and then I talk with God, not just talk about God, but I want to talk to God and see what it, what I feel spoken to me in my spirit. Yeah. So we're supposed to read it as well, and most people don't want to read it. They just want to sit and absorb what someone tells them, like you said, and then quote it or paraphrase it, and then, you know, after you sit and hear the sermon, you only remember about 10%. But when you go tell it to somebody else, you're telling it based on what you thought he said and based on what you think he meant, and by the time you rearrange it, it's like, did you ever play the little game in school when, the teacher would. She, I remember the teacher teaching us how gossip spreads and how when it gets to the last person, it's completely wrong. From we sat in a circle, and I might have been in first grade or second grade. The teacher told something to the first child, and by the time it got to the last person, by the teacher and got back to the teacher, we were cracking up because it was nothing like what she said. Yeah. Because when a person says something, you not. It's not. It's gonna be all mixed up and twisted and tossed and turned, but. We're supposed to open that book up and check it out for ourselves. Yeah. We really are. But one one thing I realize in my adult life, Rodney, I'm actually having to unlearn what I be, what was my truth for a long time. And that's more painful. And I didn't, you know, it sounds crazy to say that it's painful, but it's painful when you got to let go of something that's been the truth to you for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And then you realize, wait a minute, that's not the truth. And when you discover what the truth is, it is painful to let it go. But, you know, you got to let it go because if it ain't true, you don't you don't want it mixed in with some of the truth because then you're going to have partial truths all in and, and out of your life. And so part of part of my adult walk has been unlearning so much. And in, in the beginning, I got very angry. I was angry because I'm like, why were we taught all this? And, you know, they did the best mm-hmm. with what they knew how is what we were always told. Well, they did the best they knew how to do. Or, but no, the whole, like you said, it was a whole lot of in, it, things were interpreted and spoken the way they want to be spoken and, Pieces were told and pieces were left out selectively, and which wasn't right. But luckily, I had my grandma reading the Bible to me. But as I grew up and really started reading what was said before that main scripture that you hear the pastor preach about all the time, I want to read, you know, 10 scriptures before that or 10 scriptures after that so I can get the right context of what this passage is truly saying and what this passage truly means. I'm realizing mm-hmm. I learn. So much. Yeah. So it's like in order for for truth to come in, the untruth got to get out. It's like the, for the clean right. water to come in, the dirty water got to get out. Mm-mm-mm. That is very true. Well, you guys, listen, I'll let you do it to me it's again. time. <laughs> uh. No, I'm good. I'm good. I do want to uh, share, I, I've had many, I actually forgot about the proactive and the reactive. I, I actually love that show too. Um, yeah. The Toxic Love, I loved it. The Simpson Pulpit, for some reason, I didn't even think about that one either. I think it's, it's very important because there's so many people that are are misled. And, and granted, you guys, there are some there are some great pastors who have a 
a passion and a thirst to to deliver those messages that that internally change us. I, I what I'm finding is that many of them feel just as we feel, like outnumbered, defeated. Mm-hmm. Is against them. Um, I know here lately that I've I've my desire to find a place to to worship one that's gonna not let me uh, not let me off the hook, you know, hold, hold me accountable through the Word of God and 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 be okay with being held accountable. That's one thing I think this world is missing. So that too, if I think about it as a favorite, because of just the damage that it has done. Um, and to do, but also because the restoration, the deliverance that it also could bring, and, and that's what it's there for, that it should bring to the lives of people who are are seeking and searching. Um, because even with the transforming, the transformation, the awakening, the consciousness, that is great, but to me, that without that spiritual connection, uh-huh. we 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 fail. I think we still get to a place where it's not enough that that void within us uh, continues to just grow and grow and grow and grow and grow and grow until the point we get what we have now: egotistic, self-centered, um, angry people. Like David mentioned, David Lee mentioned those those people who will just go off at the at the at, at the drop of a dime about anything, and if it's not about them, um, then hey, something's wrong. So that's what we're getting. But my favorite, you guys, if I just had to pick one, it it would be the one that the root of it all. What's the root of it all? I just remember that show how it came about um and and now that I think about it I shared this with the young lady that was here this weekend as well um the way that that show came about was by someone working in my yard pulling up some uh, trees small little trees but they had had they were small but the roots were deep enough and had grown deep enough to where Nobody really wanted to tackle those trees. Like I had, I had, I wanted them up for some some time, and then this this person just, you know, said, "I'll I'll get them up for you." And I was sitting, we were just having kind of normal conversation, and as he started to dig and dig and dig and dig, instantly because I'm in this phase of transformation, I instantly thought about life, my life, roots you know, what I had allowed to be buried and, and so forth and how hard it was for him to, to even with the right tools, to to pull those roots up. And so mm-hmm. I made it a, I just applied it to my life to the point where it just emotionally took over and I didn't want him to see that. So I walked, I got up and I walked inside. Well, him being, you know, I guess that energy, you know, he picked up on it. He came in. He said, "Are you okay?" And I just burst into tears. And so, uh, imagine you working in somebody's yard and you're pulling up their trees that they asked you to pull up or wanted up, and then all of a sudden it makes them emotional. Um, 
but but thankfully this was a person that I guess could could relate and and kind of could sense that it was it wasn't just the trees it wasn't the surface but it was something just very deep rooted and that uh, and it wasn't a, a a bad thing it was a freeing it was it was freeing for me so that was my my favorite because we all have those roots. And if we continue to um, let that tree grow, let those things manifest on the outside. If we go, if we keep acting like you know everything's okay, we're okay, then those roots are going to grow, and they're going to grow, and they're going to grow, and your mess is going to be, you know, your tree's going to look good on the outside for the most part. But what is the root of it all? You know, what sends you from from zero to one hundred in a second, you know, all the time. Not not saying that you just occasionally you have your bad day, but what keeps you on the edge all the time? What's what's so deep that uh, you can't you can't seem to to climb back up from that fall and start life again with self control. So that was my favorite um, of all times and. And many more after that, you know, were great, great shows. But if I had to pick one, that would be it. Um, so I have not checked the chat line right now. I don't know if you have. I'm going to check it real quick. And then for our callers, for the people who are listening, uh, who called in, you know, if you have something you want to share, get in now. Uh, Tika, thank you. I, I know I called you at the very last minute today, but... But you came through, and I'm so appreciative. Thank you just for all the pain that we went through back in the day, and we still continue <laughs> this day. You know, we have our days. Uh, Tika will call me like, I don't know what's wrong with me, and then I'll call her and be like, I don't know what's wrong with me. And then there's some days where I'll be like, well, I just I can't help because, <laughs> you know, this is, we're both having those kind of days. Um, Rodney, maybe when we when we cross over, We'll figure out how we really met because I know what I heard, but you don't know what I heard. Somehow, somehow, you know, I know you guys. I heard somebody talking about Rodney's book on the show and the show he had did and all that, and I got the information, and Rodney just could not remember what I could be talking about, you know. So, nonetheless, he's here, we're here, and... All we can do is keep moving forward and uh, try to to be the change we want to see, to live what we put out, and to just keep keep going, to grow, and realize that we're not victims to anything, any circumstance, any situation, or anybody. That that God's word says, "Be still and know that I am God." And if I had to leave one thing with you guys, I challenge you guys to just be still. Live in the now. Embrace whatever it is you're going through and know that it's not the end unless you allow it to be. So yeah. I, um, I'm i going to turn it back over to you guys. Um Final words, if we could, and then try to bring it to a close. At least I'll get a little time in, and we'll take it from there. 
Sounds good. Uh, Tika, I'll let you go first, and then I will uh, close out the show. Okay. Well, I just want to want to say I just wrote a little closing message that uh, the goal of the show was always to bring God's light into the lives of our listeners and that our desires for you are the same desires we have for ourselves, meaning that our desire is to die to the flesh and let your spirits live, to move forward by forgetting our past and pressing toward our futures, to be, be is capital B-E, butterfly evolution, to be renewed by possessing a new mindset. The goal is to be the person that our created God designed you to be. Your connection to butterfly evolution is no coincidence, but an agreement that you're dying to live. And your transformation will be the light that encourages and edifies others along with aiding them to evolve. So speak life into your tomorrow and watch it manifest. Good night, everybody. I enjoyed being here on the show with you, Tammy and Rodney, and this was uh, an amazing treat, so I really appreciate uh, you allowing me to be involved in it. Oh, yeah, so well. I'm really glad that you got a chance to be uh, to be on uh, with us, and, and I hope this is not the last time, um, and I hope that this is not the last time, uh, <laughs> um, you know, in the weeks to come. I hope that you are able to um, join us again very, very soon. Um, to those of you Anytime. listening, <laughs> um, to those of you uh, listening, um, we really uh, appreciate you um, being here with us uh, each and every Monday. Um, Tammy, I want to thank you personally Um for giving me the opportunity uh, to, to to do this with you every week. Um, this has been a blessing to my life. Um, and Tamara just gave me a thumbs up. I thought she was asleep. But <laughs> this has been a blessing to, to, to my life. And it's interesting, you know, every Monday I know that we are we, we are going to be on the air. Um, at nine o'clock, and so when people want to do things or you know something comes up, I immediately tell them Mondays are off limits um, because I work all day, and then I know that we are doing um, the show, and so it's not something that I take for granted. It's not something that I take lightly. Um, but I look at butterfly evolution as something that is a part of my life, just like getting up and, you know, brushing my teeth every morning or, you know, going to work every day or, um, you know, making sure that I pay my bills. Like, like it's, it's just a part of who I am. It's, it's a part of, um, my daily life. And so, um, or weekly life, I should say, but, um, is definitely something that I am happy and, and, and proud to be a part of. And so uh, thank you for giving me the opportunity. Um, the only other thing I will say is um, uh, this Sunday um, I will be speaking at Mount Morris Baptist Church um, in Hume, Virginia, Um 
don't think I've ever been to Hume, Virginia. Probably have seen the sign, maybe I don't know. Um, but I will be speaking there um, this Sunday. And just to kind of go go back to some things that we mentioned in this show, um, how I got the speaking engagement this Sunday all started because of an education summit I held in 2015. And there were not a whole lot of people there, but the right person for today's time was there. And it was a news reporter. It was an older lady, and she was impressed enough that she stayed connected with me and introduced me to people that she knew. And one thing led to another, and this is now my third speaking engagement uh, in 2017, and we're, what, halfway through the year. But this is my third speaking engagement in 2017, all because of that education summit and me meeting that, me meeting that woman. And not only that, all of them have been paid speaking engagements. So my point to everyone listening is this. No matter what you do, no matter what you do, do it because it's the right thing to do. And do it with a humble spirit and a grateful heart because you never know what's going to come out of it. You don't need a million people. Even the Bible says where one or two are gathered in my name, there I am. You don't need a big crowd. All you need is one. This has been the Butterfly Evolution Show Rewind. We will definitely be back with you guys next Monday, my last day of school (laughs) for 2017, at least, you know, the 2016-2017 school year. Uh, Next Monday will be my last day of school. Uh, So it might be be a party uh, next Monday on Butterfly Evolution Show. Um, But Tamari wants to say one thing, y'all, and then I'm going to play the music, Tammy. Oh, I just wanted to say congratulations on six years. Thank you, Tamaria. <laughs> You're welcome. Tammy, I'll, uh, we will we will debrief tomorrow so that you can watch the shack. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right, y'all. Have a good Late. night. <laughs> Thanks again, Tika. Thank you, Rodney, and all our listeners. For six wonderful, wonderful years um, We'll be back next Monday And you guys be prepared to share some some stories with us um, About your own personal transformation So thanks everyone and be blessed Have a good night everybody and a blessed week
But I know change gonna come. 